<laughs> Welcome to the Antler Crown Podcast, where we discuss brews, witchcraft, spirituality, and more. We hope through conversation we can continue the trend of the collective awakening or learn something new from ourselves and each other. Today we will be drinking <laughs> beer. Or wine. And wine. <laughs> and tea. And tea, too. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> All of it. Um, so come on in. To the Adler Crown podcast. <laughs> just do it again. Just no, do it again. No, no, it's just fine. Keep it going. Again. I like it. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. Take three. Yeah, all right. Welcome to the Adler Crown podcast. I'm Elwin and I'm a generational witch. Are you? Yes. That's beautiful, babe. Thank you. I'm Amanda. I'm a mom reader. And I'm so excited to speak to our guest today. And talking to. Jesse. 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 <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> right. So, how is everybody? Good. 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 Yeah. What are you drinking, Jesse? I'm uh, drinking Ribena. I'm being very sort of well behaved today because mm. I've done a couple of honorary things for my deities recently and I need to sort of step back from certain alcohols and beverages so i'm just having ribena it looks like wine and it tastes nice so you know a balance beautiful what are you having dad i'm drinking a beer called in the the cards it's um hazy american pale ale that's all it is beautiful lovely (laughs) i'm having merlot at Mm. two in the afternoon There's no that's, that's acceptable. Classy. Yeah, it's acceptable. <laughs> it's a classy day. <laughs> it is. It's, it's one of those days. It really is. It's not one of those weeks. Yeah? yeah. You burped a bit? Cut that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, now. <clears throat> well, we want to know, how do you define your practice? Yes. And what words would you use to describe it? Um, I always say personally for me, Mm -hmm. um, the best way to describe my practice is probably just the single word of eclectic because I am such a magpie with Mm -hmm. all of the things that I do in not just my practice, but in my daily life that like a lot of different things attract me and I find them fascinating and I like to learn about things. Um, so eclectic is probably the best way to describe my craft, as well as chaotic. That doesn't mean I practice chaos, chaos magic. <laughs> it just means that I am chaotic as a person. Um, so that kind of enforces itself within my practice um, to some degree. In terms of uh, what I do and how I define my practice, uh, I don't know. I The way I define my practice is by my way of helping people a lot of the stuff that I do is to help and inform and to support um 
obviously there are parts of my craft which are more private and they're more honorary uh, but I like to consider my craft more healing based and creativity based like art based as well mm. um which is a lot of fun but it's definitely eclectic and chaotic those are the words <laughs> I definitely used to describe it because uh, that's just who I am as a person so it's inevitable that it's going to sort of work its way into what I do in my craft as well yeah yeah how did you come into witchcraft if I can ask um I've I've always been fascinated by witchcraft I always say to people like I popped out of the womb fascinated by witches and not like like Harry Potter witches or the (laughs) stereotypical ones that you see on tv or media Mm -hmm. but the historical uh witches and what they went through and I've always been fascinated by it so it's always been something that um I've been interested in learning about um I started properly looking into it when I was about eight years old um but I didn't start practicing um properly until I was about uh 15 years old mm-hmm. um and it was it wasn't even me saying I'm going to do witchcraft it wasn't a definitive choice like that it was just I fell into it by accident and went I'm actually practicing witchcraft now. okay <laughs> fair enough and I just carried on from there yeah um so it was really just sort of a slow build up to this yeah. eventual peak of no now I'm actually doing witchcraft mm-hmm. and that realization came after about a year and a half of me actually doing it I then mm. realized what I was doing mm. um and then it's sort of just grown from there and developed along with me um mm. in that chaotic process but it's, <laughs> it's always been something I've been fascinated by right um you know living where I do I'm near Pendle Hill Mm-hmm. Um, which is a massive sort of hotspot and historical place uh, for witch trials in the UK. So I've always been surrounded by folklore and stuff about witches. So it wasn't difficult for me to become connected mm-hmm. uh, to witchcraft in that way. So it's, it's been quite easy for me to sort of develop my path from quite a young age. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's nice. Um, ha- I saw, I remember seeing a TikTok with uh, you telling your nan. That <laughs> 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 was so cute. <laughs> and about your following and stuff. How has the rest of your family kind of handled that or accepted that? I'm, I'm very lucky that um, my family have been extremely accepting. That does not mean that they believe in it. Um, I was raised in a Christian household. Um, They weren't um, like uh, heavy handed with the beliefs or so strict that they wouldn't allow other people with different belief systems into their lives. They were very open and um, loving towards everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was very lucky that as a child and as I've grown and sort of become more open with my practice, my family have been very, very accepting. most of my family is masculine or they're males. Uh, mm-hmm. I live in a very sort of masculine environment with, you know, there's, I'm the only girl in my generation in the entire family. Um, so for the most part, most of my family just leave me to it. They just <laughs> let me get on with it. They go, I'm not going to bother trying to stop you or get involved. I'm just going to let yeah. you get on with it. But for the, the, the females in my family, like the matriarchs in the family, mm-hmm. like my nana, 
Mm-hmm. Every time um, I've discussed it with any of them, um, they've been extremely accepting. Uh, with my nana, I think she was the most difficult. Yeah. And, you know, by what a lot of people saw in that video, that was her first interaction with it. And she mm-hmm. was completely fine after five minutes of me yeah. explaining um, what, what it was. And then afterwards, we had an hour-long conversation about mm-hmm. it. And I showed her my room and she became really fascinated and so loving and accepting about it. My mother, um, I sort of, she was really easy. I just, I I started under the guise of spirituality to sort of break the ice, especially (laughs) when I was younger. Um, And I went, I'm spiritual. (laughs) But really I was doing, you know, it was heavily based in witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Um, And over time it just became, oh, I'm a witch. It became a joke at first. (laughs) She's like, okay. Fair enough. And then over yeah. time she went, actually, no, you are practicing witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now, now we have a running joke in my family, um, mm-hmm. especially with my mom, that she is a witch. I always say you could literally be a green witch mom if you wanted to. All yeah. you need to do is accept it. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> you have a massive herb garden. You mm-hmm. talk to animals, including like insects and worms. Mm-hmm. You have all the animals under the sun you do all of this stuff you're very very spiritual very open to what I do you can be a witch you just have to accept it (laughs) but she's that's the ongoing joke at the moment but everybody's been really accepting all the men are just leaving me to it and all the women like asking questions and being really supportive so I'm very lucky like that I have to I always have to acknowledge I'm 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 very fortunate not everybody has that blessing yeah. Uh, yeah. to have such an accepting family. Yeah. Um, so I always try and acknowledge that. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think your family was pretty accepting as well, Alwyn? <laughs> well, <clears throat> one part of the family was because it's what they did. Yeah. Um, it seems that of a tradition that the mm-hmm. weird one um, <laughs> the, it goes goes and, and stays with the um the, the older generation. <laughs> yeah, the aunts. It's like practical or, magic. <laughs> it was. Yeah. My two aunts. And uh, I, I lived with them. Yeah. And then they moved away. And mm-hmm. I was very sad. Um, but then I lived with them again. Yeah. And, and we picked up where we left off and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it happened that way. Um, and it happened that way a generation before that as well. <laughs> and probably one day someone will come and live with me if not my kids at least yeah <laughs> like and um we'll do the same but the rest of the family no it's uh, <clears throat> this weird combination of um fear <laughs> fear i think you they'd say um partly because of the matriarchal mm-hmm. um positions in the family uh there was a great amount of respect and fear for them mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. They didn't believe in it, but at the same point, whenever they needed help, they'll turn to them. Um, yeah. And then they believed in it all of a sudden. Yeah. So, and that's just, I think that was, I think that's pretty much what you were saying in that sense of the masculine thing. It's like, yeah, let's not allow ourselves or allow ourselves to be seen investing in something like this. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, my great aunt was a, a, a really, really good healer. And as soon as someone would hurt themselves or something like this, they would go to the, they would go to my great aunt, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. it was a different story, you know. Um, yeah, which is 
partly is my brother wouldn't, you know, my brother would never have lived if it wasn't for my aunt as well. Because uh, mm-hmm. she's the yeah. one who said there's something wrong. You need to go to the hospital. She's like, my mother was like, I'm, I'm fine. And she's like, no, something's wrong. <laughs> something's wrong in there. And uh, when mm-hmm. they got there, it literally saved his life. To, you know. Yeah, um, it's... It's like that in our family as well. My, especially with the masculine side. Um, my my dad, especially, he's very sort of down to earth, mm-hmm. a very northern sort of blokey bloke, mm-hmm. um, very old school. But whenever I give like tarot readings or stuff like that, he does want to know what I'm doing and how it works. And I've done mm-hmm. a couple of readings for him, and he has been really invested, and he does believe in it to some degree. But I think there's a certain part of him that won't allow him to fully um, invest everything into that, into that yeah. belief. Um, but with our family, it's very similar in terms of uh, generational things. Mm-hmm. Um, none of my family, to my knowledge at the moment, have practiced witchcraft full on mm-hmm. in our history, um, so far as I know at the moment, but they have had certain intuitive gifts or, you know, they've had certain instincts like my nana, she always said that she could smell um, rotting wood when someone had passed away mm. and she mm. would smell, she would get certain senses and then she would find out that someone had died the same day. Wow. And so she had certain predictions. One of my family members or my ancestors predicted a lot of really horrific things oh my God. down to the time and like the day and, you know, the time of day. Like she was really specific about things, yeah. um, but it was all sort of, hush hush like they didn't talk about it um but now it's come to me in my sort of generation in the family and I'm like nah nah I'm gonna be dead open about it and talk about it online and you can't stop me but they you know they just let me get on with it now (laughs) they just give up I think that's the thing in in a lot of forms especially in generational Mm -hmm. witchcraft Mm -hmm. is that older generations didn't actually describe themselves as witches um, there was too much of a stigma attached to it. They've been taught, mm. you know, that's not an acceptable term. Um, it was used more of a slur, mm-hmm. you know, even not that far long ago, really. And um, and I think now it's one of those things where it's 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 not. We've we you know, so it's a you word that's it. been, yeah. been reclaimed, yeah. yeah. But it, and and the more we use it as well, I think the easier it becomes for everyone. Um, because before that, so many people didn't know what they were, why they did these things, yeah. you know, what they mm-hmm. were feeling. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's so much easier yeah. to put it under that thing. Of a witch. Someone said to me, uh, it was during one of the live things, I said, technically, aren't you a warlock? I said, no, no, I'm a witch. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. You know, yeah. Uh, there's once again there's that thing of the masculine thing of it yeah it's like no it's it's just a witch like let's keep it simple (laughs) yeah yeah I always well I always say um you know it's it's like a question of gender roles and stuff like that and I always go back to the argument of well if you want to talk about gender roles as witches and is a witch female or male or non non non-binary or what is it um, I always just go back to the argument of well, witches were one of the big things about witches was that they fought against gender norms. Mm-hmm. So why can't 
a man or someone who is non-binary or they them why can't they identify and call themselves a witch like why is this why restrict it when the whole point of witches was to provoke the patriarchy in the first place and they were seen as such a big threat to Mm -hmm. masculinity and the church why can't why can't it be that so I always use that argument but I do I do get a lot of people ask me that question as well they say I'm male am I a warlock I'm like no Oh, am I a wizard? I'm like, if you're from Lord of the Rings, maybe. <laughs> Otherwise, no. <laughs> no, unless you're from Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, no. Uh, no. Yeah, wizard Harry. I get called wizard. <laughs> they call me wizard. I don't like it very much. I call, we call uh, we, on our Patreon and our Discord, we call him Wizard Daddy. And we like to embarrass him because <laughs> he gets so like, oh, read me to filth Wizard Daddy. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're in on it you can also yeah i i know now you don't, honestly you don't have to please, <laughs> please. i know the context so now <laughs> i love it yeah and now all our listeners can come into live and be like wizard daddy it's bad enough every all time caps. i make a video someone will say wizard daddy. <laughs> or someone just comes up and says bald just that, just to make an observation they go bold thanks thank you i didn't notice that no worry everyone calls me auntie or mom um i get a lot of people calling or mom the american version m-o-m a lot of people call me their mom or their aunt on which talk and i'm like thank you i think that's a compliment right i'm i'm 24 I'm not old enough to have children yet, or I don't think I am. Please don't make me have children. I'm not responsible enough for that. Mm-mm. And then you've got people calling me mom. It's just yeah. juxtaposition there. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. yeah. I get that. I get one of the Papa and Faja. 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 Like a gold member. Faja. Austin Powers and Faja. I love gold. I love gold. <laughs> Would you like a smoke and a pancake? Pipe <laughs> <laughs> oh and a crepe. Bong and a blint. <laughs> Oh, Don't, I'll get started and that'll yeah. be it then. I won't we'll be able have to the stop yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it though. I fully embrace it. I, I love it as well. The wizard daddy is a bit weird because it's, mm-hmm. you all make it into a weird sexual thing. Yeah, but I mean. And it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I don't really mind. It's weird. <laughs> like ever, I mean, I'm sure you don't mind, but it's, it's yeah. very much that sort of thing. A lot of, a lot of, your, I say that like I'm like in my 70s, but a lot of the youth now, <laughs> with, they always say if they fancy someone, they go, Daddy. And it's yeah, just like, is. oh, God. Oh, it. weird. Especially when you've got kids as well. It's like, oh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. No. <laughs> right. I will I will call I will call social services. Please don't do this to me. Leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, well, too late. <laughs> so yeah. sorry, not yeah, sorry. you're stuck there now. It's too it's late done. now. It's done. It's gonna it's be daddy. literally engraved on your epitaph. Yeah, right. Wizard, <laughs> Wizard daddy. daddy. Here lies Wizard Daddy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go down in history, is that? Yeah. Have you heard You'd of just Merlin, be in quotation marks. Yeah. Just be a full name underneath Wizard Daddy, and that's it. There's nothing yeah, else to clarify. No. I love it. <laughs> oh my god! People are like, what was what was he then? Was he a pimp? <laughs> Nobody knows. That's the myth of Wizard Daddy. <laughs> the enigma that is Wizard Daddy. Oh my god! Oh, oh no. no! Yeah, yeah. We have to stop that. <laughs> nah. Have to have to... nah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. See, this is why I just stick with cats because I can just kick him out of my room and let him roam outside and hunt mice for me. Oh, we do that it. with ours. <laughs> we used to. Bring me stuff. Just send them out. We did. Funnily enough, our eldest went out once. That was when, wasn't it? When I was, I wasn't well or something. I was, I was laid up in bed, mm-hmm. and um, I was asleep, and she came, she came in, she came in with a deer's leg. She oh my found, god, yeah. She found in the wood. Oh my god. Just, like chewed up deer's leg with the foot on it. She went, Dad, look. Do you want this? I was like, I would have been if that was my child, I would have been like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but I'm also slightly disturbed. I was like, why you just found it? <laughs> I went, go and put it outside. And yes, I do. <laughs> put it in a bag and put it outside for me. I'll be out there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, kids are wild dude you're the you're the same you find me all sorts of things yeah i do i'll be like driving down the road like, i found a oh, possum do you want it do you want this possum you're like no how intact is it <laughs> yeah. all right um what is the biggest thing you have learned from the witch talk or instagram community and what has your experience been like um i think the biggest thing um that I've still found is not only the amount of um, variety mm-hmm. in people's personal experiences and their own personal craft, but also how politically driven people are um, in the community. It's quite mm-hmm. surprising to see, like there's a lot which don't address the political side of witchcraft itself because, mm-hmm. you know, Witches do have a political past in terms of why they were persecuted in the first place and who they were and, you know, the majority obviously being of a certain gender. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there is political undertones to everything that witches have done and do in their, you know, in their lives. Yeah. But the amount, the amount of variety is the thing I love the most mm-hmm. about the... Um, the community and what I've seen and the amount of acceptance as well. I mean, of course, there are some people who are very sort of restrictive in their own personal beliefs, um, which to me personally, I just say, I'm leaving you to it. That's, that's your problem, not mine. I'm, I prefer to be part of the accepting side of things. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some that I know um, can be quite um, restrictive and think Mm -hmm. like, we were saying obviously about it being a specific gender only that can be part of it. And yeah, so I'm saying yeah. that uh, the trans community cannot be part of it or people really? in the LGBTQ plus community can't be part of it. I have seen them. Wow. Thankfully though, they get drowned out by the mass yeah. majority of people who are like, Nope, 
everybody yeah. can be a part of it. Yeah. It just takes time, practice and research. Um, and that's the part that I love. Yeah. And I think that's why my experience has been so much fun. Because uh, mm. I only joined Witch Talk just over or just under two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And the amount of love and the amount of joy mm-hmm. that I've seen and have I've been a part of, I've been blessed to be a part of in the community. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun and it's so nice to see because it's very, for me, I've always been solitary. I've always been very isolated in my practice and in my craft and what Mm -hmm. I do. I've never been able to talk openly with people about my rituals or my spells and my practice or Mm -hmm. my deities or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So to have that community all of a sudden, especially during you know a, quite a big time in terms mm-hmm. of yeah um lockdowns and yeah. it it was really it was really empowering to see such an amazing community coming together and of course mm-hmm. there's issues in that community yeah but that's like any community and every single community out there is going to have people that butt heads who disagree who have differing mm-hmm. political views and mm that's just part of people that's just who we are as humans we're never you know we're never gonna completely agree on everything when there's so many of you yeah it's impossible so you know I always take the good with the bad and you know learn learn from people as much as I can but never try to Mm -hmm. you know cause arguments or drama I'm not about that I yeah. know. Yeah. If I see drama going on, I either back away from it or try and make a light sort of joke of the situation yeah. if I can, if it's appropriate. But yeah. for the most part, it's just it's such a joy to be part of the communities that are sort of built up over TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It's very surprising to me, mm-hmm. like not coming from a witchcraft background and coming into it because of him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> peer pressure <laughs> um but it's it's very interesting how how most people are very open and accepting like you were saying and there's just so much love and support um even just the outpouring of love and support for newt and it's yeah. just beautiful it's actually really really great when we can all get geared towards something that yeah it's awesome it is it mm-hmm. is nice it is i know what you mean with the in the sense of you know a lot of the they mm-hmm. call it the witch top drama, but it's mm. it's it's. Uh, I do find it sometimes quite surprising because the whole point of witchcraft, you know, and pr- practice each each individual practice is as unique as the, the individual. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, you know, it's 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 the most personal thing. It's the perspective of that person, that individual. Mm-hmm. So I always find it strange when people disagree so heavily when they are completely aware that what they perceive and what they see in their practice is not ever going to be exactly the same as what someone else will. Um, I find it funny. I think that's where the crossover of forms of religion and witchcraft come into play. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's one of the things I notice is this form of worship as well Mm -hmm. in in ways, not just of deities, but other things that, 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 they put that same sense of worship in a religious sense uh, to working with deities. And I think sometimes people get very defensive. They get very defensive yeah. of, of, of their practice and stuff like that because mm-hmm. of it. 
Um, whereas, whereas me, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I am though. I'm like, okay, fine. Like it's you do you and you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean that's that's always been my perspective. Even before I joined, like, uh, which talk and Instagram mm-hmm. for which related things, I've always just been of this opinion with any religion with just people in general you do you I'll do me you know mm-hmm. if you overstep the mark I'll let you know and that'll be it and if you push again then we have a problem like yeah. and we will talk about it we'll talk about it privately yeah. um and I think a lot of times people because you have such especially certain types of people because there is sort of this place it's almost like it becomes a battleground online when it's public Mm. for you to display everything that you're feeling and see Mm. who picks a side as well um and it's almost like this sort of gladiator sort of coliseum kind of (laughs) feeling sometimes when it comes to drama yeah um and there's a lot of people watching from the sidelines going i don't know who's gonna win but i'm entertained and then there's people (laughs) like me that just walk (laughs) out and i'm like i don't want to deal with this i'm here for the fun stuff not for the not for the bloodshed but yeah. it's yeah people get so Im- impassioned about what they talk about and what they do that it and like you said because it's so personal mm-hmm. to people yeah. it's mm-hmm. like any sort of critique or tip or advice or like differential differential mm-hmm. like sort of opinion yeah. or way of doing someone's practice becomes a threat almost yeah, yeah. um and, you know, if it's like appropriation and stuff like that, I completely mm-hmm. get calling someone out and saying this isn't okay. Yeah. But yeah. When, it's com- when it's completely unwarranted or they're just saying, maybe try this instead if it's not working, yeah. to then attack them over that, it, it raises a lot of questions for me on how strong um, their beliefs are and how safe and comfortable they are within themselves yeah. if they become so defensive um, so fast. You know, Absolutely. I'm a satirical person. You can make fun of me all you want because I will probably <laughs> laugh along with you. Yeah. Right. So, you know, right. when people make fun of Dionysian practices, I go, <laughs> I do that. Like, I just, I'll be that <laughs> just yeah. laugh along with them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do find it quite jarring, but I, I get it because, you know, humans are people. We, we, we have mm-hmm. certain expressions and we all have different beliefs and perspectives. So mm-hmm. I get it to some degree. I just think sometimes it's taken to an extreme. Well, oh, not for yeah. not for the majority of the community. I think I've never I've never fully I don't think I've ever called someone out on their practice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If they're being an arsehole, then yeah. But it's it's never it, it's yeah. more about the person rather than the actual yeah. their practice. You know what I mean? And like, even then, like, sorry to interrupt you. Even then, you he bounces ideas off of me, and he's like, "Do you think this is wrong? What this person is doing?" And it's yeah. nice because he has that soundboard, like it. I don't feel like this is right. Um, this has nothing to do with the personal practice. I just don't think what they're saying is okay. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, then if this is an actual a moral thing, it's a wrong thing, not a moral, but no, discriminatory but just thing. Just discriminatory or, you know. In you should of, stand up for something that you feel yeah. is yeah. Oppr- oppressing others. But yeah. I, well, no, let's be honest. I, I have a kind of like a, a, a rule of thumb for that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, where if someone does it, it's like, okay, like you're human, you make mistakes, we all make mistakes. Yeah. But then you start to see patterns um, emerging, which was with one TikToker who used to constantly make videos 
at me trying to get me to bite. <laughs> I remember, Do you remember that. that? that was so trying funny. to get me to bite. <laughs> um, and making like complete nonsense um to be honest about me and and i said like i was just like what are you doing and he's like oh and so i blocked them and then someone sent me a video and it was like oh see look he's he's blocked me he's blocked me he doesn't i was like yeah because you're just an idiot like, what? <laughs> that like, was funny i've got nothing to <laughs> say talking, because... you're talking bollocks yeah. <laughs> like you just want me to start so there's friction so you get views oh, and i'm God. not doing it like it's yeah. completely pointless um, it's and that's, it's a weird it's a weird sort of motivation now, and some people just thrive yeah. off that negativity, and like yeah. it is sort of that you know people some like everyone has different terms for them like energy vampire and all that stuff, yeah. and it is that idea of I'm just going to drain everything from you, good or yeah. bad, yeah. and yeah. feed off of that, and if people antagonize me or whatever, I'm going to exist solely off of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of drama and it's, it's it's bizarre i could never live like that and i have too much anxiety for that it's um it's that weird thing which sometimes especially they they start to follow numbers and they're trying oh, yeah. to they're trying to do things for clout and it and it that's the things that annoy me mm-hmm. um mm. Because I'll do something and it will be so stupid, and you'll be like, "What? Why did you? Why did you make that video?" Like, I was quite embarrassed actually. The other day, I was sitting here. I was supposed to be working. It was late at night, but I was like in between doing readings, and I did that the cat trend, the cat selfie trend, like the cats. You know, oh, and I was yeah. like, you know, um, and <laughs> and then I posted it. I was like, "Oh, that was quite good, making dance like to the beat of the thing." And someone, someone said, like, someone commented and said. You know that this is a this is a thing for sexual prowess. Like you're supposed to, I went, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, like the idea of how quick you can do it in tap in, with in, your fingers. Tap yeah. with your fingers. I was like, what? See, I didn't even I didn't even know that because I, I'm such an old lady when it comes to TikTok. I just see trends and go, Oh, that's nice. And I just carry yeah. on scrolling. Like I don't even think about the context behind yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought I said to her, and she just couldn't stop laughing. So I deleted it. I was like, oh dear. My goodness. I kept it off and be like, like no, what no. I did. I'm a married man. Yeah. You know you're secure in your relationship when that stuff doesn't bother you. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I, so I did this video. I apologize. I'm going to delete it. Uh, just so you know, this is what happened. And you just. <laughs> oh, okay, delete now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, yeah. You're funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just old. I'm just old. I don't, I'm just, I don't understand. No, all right. Well, this kind of goes along with what we were talking about, but it was how do you handle trolling or negativity? um yeah i like i said i'm i'm such a satirical person that you know it's a lot of the time it bounces off of me um you know i've had uh, a lot of different comments i did an interview with a particular um quite big sort of company and i thought it was really exciting at the time and i have no issue with the company in the interview whatsoever Mm. Um, but when it was published and when it was shown to the public, um, the amount of hate comments and the amount of horrible things that were said, like the mass majority were horrible. Um, 
And that I think was the only time that it got to me, but it didn't get to me because it was insulting me. It got to me because um, I knew that my mum and dad would see it. And, you know, my big thing has always been about making sure they're okay and making them proud. And they've always been proud of what I do, even when I'm on TikTok and I'm doing what I do now. uh, They're very proud of what I do. And I think it wasn't an issue of they're insulting me. So I'm hurt. It was they're going to see this and it's going to hurt them because I'm being called these names. Um, And because they're saying, oh, you're ugly, you're fat, you don't know how to do your makeup, you're this, you're that. And so... For me, I think that's the only time it got to me because they were going to see it and I couldn't yeah. sort of mellow it or respond in an official way uh, mm-hmm. because the platform it was published on wasn't my platform. Yeah. Um, so it was a sort of way of dealing with that. Um, I made a jokey video on uh, TikTok talking about the situation mm-hmm. or just mentioning it in passing. And then I just got straight on with it because then I realised, you know what, there's you know a couple of hundred people saying really horrible things on a particular website but then when I go back to my platform there's so many more completely it's like it's like an iceberg effect it's like negative comments positive Mm -hmm. comments um and the only difference was one was on one website one was on another um so for me for the most part the positive massively outweighs the negative the only time it sort of annoys me or gets to me on Mm -hmm. tiktok in particular Mm -hmm. is when it's fear-mongering um so i've had a few people threaten my life um which was annoying (laughs) not something i took seriously i was like well i got some knives here yeah Yeah, i don't know what it is it might be my northern attitude to things i go try it (laughs) just you know block and move on um but i've had a few threat in my life a few threat in my family which is funny because they don't even know where i live or who my family are but I think the ones that annoy me the most, again, not because it affects me, but because it affects the people that follow me and the people that come to me, is like the fear mongering or the uh, specifically Christian driven views of you're going to hell, you need to repent, quoting scripture at me and stuff like that. Because they're not fear mongering towards me, they're fear mongering towards the people who come to me as a safe space the people who don't feel secure the people who need someone or want to want to come to me to feel comfortable in their own skin and that's what annoys me more than anything but again I just block those people and delete their comments and just go through it as much as I can um which is tricky when you have so many comments a day but I do try my best to sort of manage them and thankfully for the most part people people when they see them if if I miss the comment people will just troll them back good or they'll say okay (laughs) bye and they'll just report them or you know so it is quite good that a lot of a lot of the community and sort of self-policed in that way that's Um, true yeah but most of the time I just deal with it through trying to make people giggle or trying to make something satirical or funny in response Uh, yeah because that's my coping mechanism. It's <laughs> 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 quite handy. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Though. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you had threats in your life. That makes me so sad. That is very sad though. And upsetting. The, the people I want to find them. Don't, what, that, why? Because I'm a violent person. Well, you could have just killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, right? I might. I might. I'm thinking about it. Well, exactly. I'm going to go rogue. What are you going to do? You don't fucking know. Stop talking bollocks. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> 
I'll be a death witch. I'll kill everybody. It's one of those Bring things. That's the point. Of the, that's the point. That's not what a death witch means. Oh, Never shit, mind. Well. Um, <laughs> death witch doesn't mean murdering people. Oh, shit. It's just like, why did you kill all those people? I'm a death witch. I'm a death witch. <laughs> it's part of my job. Okay. <laughs> it's my practice. Um, this is what yeah just use it again just be like you know we talk about religion all the time this is my personal practice okay <laughs> this is what i do for a living no no love no don't look not, at me like that no. <laughs> the point is there's a, there's a block button a lot of people yeah. say this thing about the block button there's almost though it's a way of kind of um like opting out of something if someone confronts mm-hmm. you. I'm just like, don't piss off. And just block me. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like, that's what it's there for. Like, you, yeah. you keep harassing me, piss off. Like, that's it. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's 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 how I deal with it. I'm just like, yeah. the block button is your friend. Like, yeah. if someone has an actual conversation or they want to have a conversation, yeah. I'm all for that. Oh, yeah. Whether it's private or in comments, I'm, I'm all for having... Um, conversations and as long as they're polite about it and they treat me with a level of respect and Mm. I treat them with it vice versa not a problem with that because that's a debate then that's not an argument that's a debate but as soon as they start you know throwing insults or they start threatening or fear-mongering you know that's no longer a debate that is a lecture that is someone trying to scare people and trying to hurt people yeah. so that's when the block button comes in handy yeah um but thankfully i don't have to use it that much people mm. are quite you know the only people who come to me now are usually the people who find me entertaining to a degree so that's <laughs> <quite nice. laughs> yeah yeah I think your videos are so funny they are funny. we crack up cool. over them they're so cute i <laughs> love them you. I never do them with the intention of I'm going to get loads and loads of views on this video. That's it. Like I just, the the way that I always say, and people don't believe me, Mm -hmm. the way that I am on TikTok Mm -hmm. is actually mellowed down to some degree. (laughs) <laughs> which is usually it's the opposite way around yeah. i'm actually more chaotic and more crazy mm. in real life than i am um on tiktok so i try to control it on tiktok and then i go mm-hmm. mental once i'm off camera but <laughs> i never do it in, i never do it with the intention of i'm gonna make people laugh i want to get loads of views yeah, yeah. i just make what i find or i think is a little bit funny or i have fun making mm-hmm. and that is usually the stuff that does the best. Yeah. Um, like it on my channel or on mm. my like account. Yeah. Uh, but I never do it with the intention of this is going to be yeah. the viral video. Like I never do that. Yeah. I just yeah. want to make stuff that I find funny or I like making. Yeah. You know, or I can say to my family, look at this. And even if they don't get the reference in witchcraft yeah. terms or what I'm talking about, they still find it funny. I do. You know, that. I, I never show you things you like. That's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're too well. <laughs> yeah. It's like I showed my mum one that I did the other day mm-hmm. with um a reference to Dionysus in it. Mm-hmm. And it's with uh Steve Harvey, is he called the game show host? Oh, oh my yeah, yeah. gosh, is it the sound there's of big, the sound of my there's... face sound? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one. I used that sound and I thought I'm not gonna show my dad because he won't understand any of it. Yeah, but I'll show my mom because she will understand at least what it means. Um, and I showed her and she went, Oh, 
what does Dionysus do again? Like she had to ask her. Like, oh, so I had to explain and she went, oh, now I find it funny. I was like, cool. Okay. She found it funny anyway, but it was just then adding the context of the, the witchcraft yeah. side of it. Yeah. But, you know, Aww. it's, I always, I just do it for fun. And yeah. it's just, I'm very lucky that I sort of developed this sort of following that I have because I never yeah. anticipated that. Yeah. I just came on. I came on TikTok for a laugh two years ago. And, um, <laughs> now I'm doing this full time. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing. It is. It is really amazing. cool. I I I started off. I stuck a toy, the toy, a child's toy on my head. Yeah, you did. He stuck a suction really? cap toy and he spun yeah. it, and that was it. It was like the, the thing. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch and I just I just downloaded TikTok. Yeah. And I I hadn't I didn't know how it worked. Yeah. And there was this thing that said. The thing to your left is gonna make you famous. And I was like, <laughs> I looked and there's a there's a there's a child's toy. Yeah. And so I just filmed myself <laughs> and I suck it on the head and span it. <laughs> and and then everyone was like, that's great. I was like, was it? <laughs> that, yeah. It could just be the most random thing. That's what happened with me. I never intended to join a witch community mm. on TikTok. And then after a while I just found it. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'll see if I can make jokey videos and mm-hmm. see what people find funny or see what I find funny and just have a laugh. And then it just exploded. Mm. And I thought, no pressure. This is, this is a lot of, <laughs> you know. i just come out of uni, so I'd, I'd done a theatre degree. I did an acting degree and yeah. I graduated. I got a first degree in acting and then I um, came out of it and then lockdown hit, you know, the world yeah. completely stopped. And so I couldn't go to auditions. I lost yeah. out on three jobs um, oh. in the first lockdown in the UK. I, I got a voice acting job. I got a film mm. filming job yeah. um, and I got a TV show job and I lost all of them oh uh, because the pandemic hit. And then um, we came out of lockdown mm-hmm. and I got three more jobs and I lost them because we went back into lockdown a few weeks later. Um, and this was around the time that I joined TikTok just as a way of relieving some of this yeah. sort of creative frustration of like, I can't do anything. I need to join an app or something. <laughs> and I did it just out of irony. I was like, it's probably going to be stupid and I'll never post anything. And then yeah. two years later and I'm here. So <laughs> it's a bizarre transformation. It's like, where are you now? Just in yeah, right? a yeah. weird yeah. term. <laughs> kind of love that though yeah that's awesome and congratulations on your degree yeah. yes congratulations oh thank you it was you know my mom and dad wanted me to do something else and I was like no I, want to, I don't want to be an academic I want to be an actress <laughs> fuck you bye-bye <laughs> ain't that the way mm-hmm. here go Ben I'm gonna ask this you can pick whatever you want no, I, I wasn't asking you. I'm just telling you. Oh. I'm going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead, babe. If you could give one piece of advice for new witches, what would it be? Mm. Just one piece. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I have an entire list. <laughs> um, take it at your own pace is probably the best, uh, the best thing that I could say because – as someone who's been, you know, obsessed and fascinated by witches my entire life, it's very easy to fall into the trap of expecting 
especially with social media, you expect everybody's pace to be the same, yeah. everybody to learn in the same way, everybody to develop the same skills in the same like time structure. And that's not how we work as people. You know, when you're in school, everybody has different learning techniques everybody has different ways that they learn everybody learns different paces some people learn it instantaneously some people they really have to work hard to learn it and practice it and some people never it never sinks in and they find that actually they're more attuned to other subjects and other skill sets that aren't something that you learn in in terms of certain environments so For me, I think definitely set your own pace, like be patient with yourself. It's not anybody else's path, it's your own. Um, And it, you know, seeing me or seeing someone else on social media and, you know, thinking, okay, I have to get to this certain level by year one. And if I don't, then I'm a failure. Setting that timer for yourself is a bad idea because you are going to learn at different paces and you are going to mess up point blank. You are going to screw up at some point. So to put a timer on yourself or to put pressure on yourself to do it at the same pace as me or the same pace as somebody else is a bad idea because you will, you know, you're just making it less enjoyable for yourself. You know, the thing that I love about witchcraft the most is it's fun for me. I love to learn. I love to do new things. And putting that pressure on yourself just takes the joy out of it. You know, it no longer becomes something that you do to express yourself and to, you know, find part of who you are and to learn. It becomes a chore. And that's the last thing that it should be, especially when you're in like the early stages. It should never feel like a chore to, you know, set a timer for yourself and to learn. It should be something that you enjoy. You know, there's going to be times where you get bored. Of course there is, but it should never be just a chore to go I have to get this done in this Mm. time frame otherwise I'm a failure and I'll never be a witch Mm. that's that's ridiculous you should never ever do that so I would definitely say that's my one piece of advice is to really pace yourself and do it in your own sort of time and be patient Mm. you don't have to rush it you know yeah that's a good that's great advice that's great advice yeah I think many people have that see I'm just taking my time (laughs) <laughs> that's not true <laughs> the problem is as well you're you two are together he's like learn something yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm giving you homework for this week he <laughs> really does I love it. I love it but she, she, she sits there and i do readings like yeah. three times a week mm. we're doing readings and they go on like for like four hours and, yeah. i do lessons but you're book sitting in, in book clubs homeworks uh, she sees me doing spell work and other things like that. And then she'll be like, what does that mean? I'm like, <laughs> shat here all this time. You haven't picked up anything. <laughs> yeah. I can't ju- I, I can't say anything because I, you know, I've been trying desperately for the past year and a half to learn uh runes uh mm-hmm. and the runic system and learning how to divine with runes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrible. 
No, and I work with Odin, so you can imagine his disappointment at the fact that I just can't do it. <laughs> just like, it's not my, it's not my thing. Sorry. Sorry. But, <laughs> mm. it, it's it's like I, I there's some people come to me and they go, I'm not learning this, or it's not sinking in right. Um, what do I do? Or tarot is a big one mm. where a lot of people say, mm. I'm not memorizing 78 cards, and I'm saying, Are you? are you serious 78 cards and then you've got the inversions on top of that yeah and you're asking why you can't remember it all yeah i I mean (laughs) i don't know that many people who who can memorize them all within the time frame that you set you they say i've i can't learn all the cards all right how long have you been memorizing them for a week (laughs) (laughs) no your brain can't do that like give yourself some time i still can't remember them Mm-hmm. And I've been doing them since I've been studying tarot since I was like 10. Yeah. I still don't remember them all. I'm too busy. I've got too much. I've got too yeah. much. I forget what I had for tea last night. And you're asking <laughs> me to remember over 140 different types of cards and meetings. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. But no. I, so it's, you know, I don't judge. <laughs> no, no, definitely. It's, it's, I'm, I'm terrible with runes. I'm really bad. I don't own, I don't own a rune set. Um, I used to, still terrible. It, tarot, fine. Runes, no. no. Yeah. No. It's, I, I was I was taught tarot by my aunt. I yeah. was but runes, they had runes, but they they were like, I just like them. I was like, do you use yeah. them? No. <laughs> I just like looking at them. Like, oh, yeah. right. I, I made a set of out of clay um oh. last year. And I thought, right, I'm going to work with them. I'm going to paint them. They're going to be so pretty. I'm going to love working with them. Within a week, <laughs> my head just was like, no, I can't do this. I'm just too tired. I just want to look at them. So I just put them on my altar and was like, there you go, Odin. I have made you some runes. I'm not going to touch them. There you go. I've made you some runes. Happy birthday. Like, it's just like this weird thing. It's just like, there you go. Made you some runes. That's it. I can't use them. I enjoy yeah, I, I, I'm like that. I look at them and I'm like, lines and lines and lines. <laughs> yeah, that's it. lines and lines, lines. Yeah, lines. that's exactly what I'm like. Yeah, yeah. I prefer <laughs> like read. I like because I like art and stuff like that. So I mm-hmm. like to interpret art mm. and interpret shapes and stuff. So when it's like really specific, rudimentary lines, my mm. brain just goes. Mm. Like a graph, I can't <laughs> visualize anything. Yeah. I can't understand them. So I just, you know, I, yeah. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's why I use. I do bones. Mm-hmm. I, I just do bone mm-hmm. casting. That's I, I get that one. That's fine. Bones is good. Yeah. No, I can't do runes. <laughs> one day, maybe. One day, I do ohms. Yeah, ohms. I do ohms. Uh, but that's. I don't know. That's just easier because I see the tree in my head. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, I see the tree, and then I'm like, I know what that means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm. I've just started uh, casting lots. I've made my own like uh, lot set, um, uh, like pieces of wood and like pieces of porcelain and glass that I've found in the river and stones and oh, some wow. small crystals and I've got like fox teeth and stuff. Um, but with that, because it's obviously you're dictating it and yeah. what each means to yourself and you know it's it's more it's tailored personal, yeah 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 I'm so, I'm so, I, call it, I call it bones it's not well it is bones but it's it's 
Yeah. It's all this it's um, the same thing though. There's like an hour. Yeah, but it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's very similar. Yeah. It's, it's because it's it's more tailored. Yeah. You know, it's more to the individual reader. So that's I quite like that. But I feel like at the minute my collection's not enough. I'm a little bit of a magpie when it comes to that. So I really want to get some other bones in there mm-hmm. um, to add to the collection and maybe some other pieces of like sea glass or pebbles, um, maybe a few shells to add in there. So it has different elements and then I'll start using it. I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I had one set and I was like, I should add more. I feel like I should add more. And then <laughs> I got, I got loads of bits and I added to it. But then every time I cut I'm like, don't know what you're doing there. Honestly, proverbial <laughs> turd in the punch bowl. I'm looking at it. Like, you just flick it out of the way. Just yeah, like, goodbye. Like, no. <laughs> so in the end, I just went back to what it was before. I'm like, if it is, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I suppose. Yeah, it's funny because yeah. the kids, especially our middle child, who's almost four, Morgan, um, she will like find stones or pine cones and stuff, and she'll run into his office and she like open his bones jar and like throw it. In yeah. there. Like, that yeah. is that is chaos magic in the world. Yeah. Your, your middle child's like, I'm going to cause problems. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks away. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. And you're like, well, you know, you'll throw your bones and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, is no, this? honestly. I do like. I yeah, do... you're just reading it midway through. You just yeah. stop. Yeah. What the? What is that? Was, that's what that, that came from. And yeah. I was doing a reading the mm. other day. And I, I cast it on this massive bit of obsidian fell out. I just put it in there. That's so a good spot. The other one's obsessed. The youngest one's obsessed with tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And she'll come out and she'll take like, this is all like, I don't know how many decks of tarot cards, but she'll take them all and then put them all on the floor. But instead of just in piles, she'll mix, mix them, them all together. Oh, no. <laughs> Got to go through them and be like, this pile, this pile. This That's pile. my worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun. It's not, it's not fun. <laughs> my anxiety would be peaked if that happened. <laughs> Honestly. I just start crying. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough sometimes. They're not allowed in the office, especially the smallest <laughs> one, because of that. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm. Well, ask one more question because we've gone over okay. on time now. Pick one. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who or what do you draw inspiration from? I like that one. Oh, that's a very good question. Um in terms of who I am, um, not just as a witch, but as just an individual, um, I like to think that I my my I've always said to people, I'd love to think that I'm very much like my nana. So the nana in my video who I'm talking to, <laughs> that woman is the woman that I aspire to be when I'm older. Um, her sort of mm-hmm. characteristic, she's she's the person, she's the type of person like you can walk into a room. And before she even speaks, you just feel safe with her. You feel warm, you feel cosy, you feel a sense of home, even if you're not related to her and you've never met her before, you just feel safe with her. And I always say to people that as a person, that's who I want to be. Um, And that's who I feel sort of inspired by is like the matriarchal sort of people in my family. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's a very masculine family, but I was raised by the women 
So mm. I draw inspiration from my nana who's here still and my nana who passed away. She was very, mm. very strong-willed and sort of uh, very northern, as I say, mm. very, very <laughs> stubborn. She could, you know, she was a she was a proper, she was a proper lass, as we say. Mm. Um, and then my mom, she's very much the same as my nana, who's still here, very nurturing, very loving. Mm. Um, but also a bit of a mother's bear where she, you know, she will defend people who she cares about and she's, she's very strong. Mm. Um, but in terms of like my aesthetic and what I do in my, in my craft and I'm very inspired by um, artists and um, cause I studied film and I studied um, like different forms of art. Um, I love things like Hieronymus Bosch, um, who's a really cool um, artist um I like um art and movement and the art of movement and that takes a lot in terms of what inspires my craft and my deities who I work with um so I am very much inspired by different types of artists as well and different types of um people like Salvador Dali is mm-hmm. another one who I really like his sort of surrealist stuff. So when people say you're quite unusual, I'm like, I'm the embodiment of surrealism. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just I like to be, I like to throw people off and to, you know, be slightly cozy but creepy. It's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. perfect, perfect balance for me. So it's like coziness and comfortability with my family and then the sort of creepy surreal side from like different artists and mm-hmm performers and practitioners um so it's a it's a weird blend but it, co- it comes together in sort of me as a person. <laughs> so uh yeah I, I draw inspiration from very strange places but they make sense to me in my chaotic brain <laughs> mm. I love that yeah, sure, yeah. I love it. well is there anything you want to promote um probably my tiktok and my instagram obviously so mm-hmm. definitely underscore streak You'll find lots of chaotic and weird videos on there. Like um, my, I hate to call them comedy videos, but my comedy videos I like to put on there and just to have fun with. Um, also, my Instagram is where I do a lot of my tarot readings and stuff. I also now have a Patreon, um, Jesse's Witchy School, where I'm now teaching privately um, for people of different levels um, and trying to educate them and give them a support group so that they have a safe space to come to and ask questions. And we do different subjects every month. Um, but yeah, I think Jesse underscore streak on TikTok and Instagram and then Jesse's Witchy School on Patreon. And that's me. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Yay. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you ever so much. Um, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as the Antlered Crown or on YouTube as Elwyn the Witch. Yes. That's your I, line. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm oh, finding right. it. I'm finding it. <laughs> I offer a variety of readings, including bone, tarot, Medium connection, deity confirmations, as well as spiritual consultations, which are done live, scheduled via Zoom. I also offer spell work and custom mm-hmm. merchandise, all which you can find on my website, theantlercrown.com. You can also join our community on Patreon. Get access to the Discord, group meetings, one-on-ones, tutorials, homework. discounts, goodies, did, did, homework. Did, did, uh, yeah. Ah, ah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Too much energy now. Speaking <laughs> of which, here's our patron shout-out. You want to read don't yeah. read the last names right there. Well, I wasn't going to. They, they haven't got last names. Okay, I'll read them then. Oh, the <laughs> this this week's show. Well, this week is it? This week? This, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Lindsay, Erin, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Megan, mm-hmm. Lacey, mm-hmm. Malachi, mm-hmm. and Bella. 
thanks for joining our Discord and our Patreon. Thank you. And next time we're going to talk about kitchen magic. Are we? Well, I said spoon magic, and you're like, I don't know what that is. So then we decide on kitchen magic. Spoon magic. <laughs> all I know is Hobbs. That's all I know. About oh, right. Well, we'll figure Hobbs out when we get there. That's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and always remember. Tip your witch, bitch. Bye-bye. Bye.